Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Bloom with Bridget. Um, Today, I want to talk to you about something that I think that many of us are suffering from, and that is the constant state of just being tired. You know, I'm tired a lot. You can ask my husband. Um, I'm always sneaking off and going to bed early. Most nights I come home from work or I'll shuttle to and from practice or a game or get kids to where they need to be. You know, we'll figure out dinner, baths, get clothes, lunches, all the things ready for the next day. And a lot of times, just as my family is starting to gear up, you know, there's about eight, eight thirty, nine o'clock, my crew like hits a second gear and they just get wild. So as they're winding up, I'm ready to crash. I'm winding down because I'm just so exhausted. You know, all I want to do is wash my face and fall straight into bed. And pretty much most nights, that's what I do. But I've started to, to think, you know, why am I so tired all the time? You know, why do I not have any energy? You know, is it because I get up early? Is it because, you know, managing the responsibilities of my kids, you know, my to-do list during the day with work, um, you know, extra commitments that I've said yes to, you know, am I doing this to myself because I filled my plate and my calendar with too much of the things that aren't actually serving me, but maybe they're serving someone else or is there something else going on? In all honesty, how many of you listening are worn out? How many of you are exhausted and depleted? We are so stinking busy all the time. We're doing just all the things and we've said yes to all the things and we feel like we have to do all the things, but you know, this is why I think we're so worn out. So I want you to think, as you listen today, I want you to think about what are some of those things that are making you tired? What are those things that are keeping you from being your best self? Are you putting too much on yourself? Are you taking on more than you should? You know, maybe you're taking on someone else's work or someone else's load that maybe you don't have to, or you don't need to. Our culture tells us that overstuffing our lives is normal, that it's acceptable, that we should be able to juggle all these balls in the air and it's okay to be stressed. It's okay to be overwhelmed. It's okay to be frazzled. It's a thing. You know, multitasking is, is, normal. Exhausted is normal because everybody else is. And that's simply not the way that it was intended. You know, we were created for peace and fulfillment. We aren't supposed to be just bouncing from one thing to another with no purpose or direction. You know, we, we spend our times acting out of reaction rather than intention. So this is something that I'm working on. I don't want to continue to do this anymore. So passing along to you all today, hoping that it's something that you can benefit from too. But I heard a really good example a couple of weeks ago on um, the Girl Water Your Grass podcast. And one of their guests was talking about, you know, glass balls versus rubber balls. And most of you listening are women. And as women, we typically have a lot of balls that we're juggling in the air at any given time, you know, with our family, with ourselves, our careers, our home, our responsibilities outside of the home. And it's important to know which of those balls that we're juggling are glass that are going to shatter if you drop it and which of those are okay to drop because they're the rubber and it's going to bounce. So as you think about this, you know, what are those most important things in your life that you're not willing to sacrifice yourself, your peace, your priorities for 
What are those things in life, in your life that you can let bounce? You know, maybe it's one that you let it bounce and you pick it up later. You just set it down for a little while and that's okay too. I was reading a book earlier this year called Having a Merry Heart in the Martha World. And the book is about being more like Mary who chooses to sit at Jesus's feet and visit with him versus a Martha who's just running around and she's tending to everything except her company. You know, she's so consumed with the food and setting the table and the dishes and how clean her house is. And, you know, she was so stressed and busy and distracted that she missed out on her most important guest. I'm a Martha through and through. I'm so busy running around trying to get all the things done and I missed the opportunity in front of me. But there was a chapter in the book that really stuck out with me and it's about the load that we carry and how God promises that our burden will never be too heavy to bear. I'm going to paraphrase the story, but I wanted to give you an idea because I thought it was so fitting and so good for something that I see in my life. And again, I hope it's something that you can apply. If you haven't read the book, do yourself a favor, go pick it up because it's really, really so good. But this is just one little chapter. Uh, But one of the chapters shares about a story of an overloaded wagon. And one day there was a man who was out on a walk and he met God on his walk and God said, Hey, I've got this wagon. I've got three stones on it and I need somebody to carry it. Would you be willing to help me out? And so the man obliges eagerly and, you know, God gives him very specific instruction instructions on what he's supposed to do with the wagon, where he's supposed to take it, how he's supposed to get the stones up to the top of the mountain. And once he reaches the top of the mountain, he was supposed to leave it there. And then God's going to tell him what to do next. So man agrees. He's on his way up and on his way, he meets a friend and This friend asks him where he's going, you know, what he's doing. And the guy says, Hey, God gave me this job and I'm supposed to take these stones up the mountain. And the friend said, Oh my goodness. You know, what a coincidence. I was just sitting here wondering how I'm going to get my stones up the mountain. And here you are, you know, this is, this is a coincidence. What a blessing. Would you mind if I put my stones on your wagon? And so the man agrees, they load up his wagon and he continues on his way. But on his way up, as you can imagine, the wagon gets a little harder to pull and he has to stop and he has to take more breaks. And while stopping to take a break one time, a man walks up to him and says, Hey man, what's going on? And he says, you know what? God gave me this job to do and I'm taking my stones and a friend's stone and being a good servant. This guy says, no freaking way. You know, I've got this bag of pebbles that I'm supposed to get to the top of the mountain. Do you think that I can put them on your wagon too? I mean, you're already going this way. You've got a wagon. I don't have it. What's one more tiny load of pebbles? So the man agrees and he goes on up the mountain. But this time the wagon's harder to pull. He had to take even more breaks and stop because it was hot. He was thirsty, sweaty, and tired. By the time he gets to the top of the mountain where God was ready to meet him, he's grumbling. He's upset. He's resentful. So it started out as accepting this willing task from God turns into this heavy burden that he doesn't want to do this job that he no longer wants. God asks him, you know, what happened to your joyful heart, your eagerness to do what I'd asked you to do. And this guy responds and says, this isn't fair. You didn't tell me it was going to be hard. You didn't tell me that I was going to struggle to carry this load up the mountain. You didn't tell me that I would be worn out. You didn't tell me this wasn't going to be easy. This is way more than I can handle. So God walks over to the man. He looks in his wagon. He says, 
Mama, what is this? The man goes on to tell him, well, here's the three stones that you gave me to carry. And then I picked up my friend Susie's stones. And then I picked up these pebbles from my friend Johnny. You know, they needed their stones to get to the top of the mountain too. And I was already going this way. Plus I had this wagon that you gave me. And so then God begins to take the stones out of the wagon one by one. And he told the man, if you would let others carry their load, I promised you that I would help you with yours. And the cow says, but I told them, I promised them that I would help them. I can't let them do it alone. And God says, I know you were trying to help. But when you're weighed down with the jobs I've asked others to carry, you can't do the job that I've asked you to do. So the guy says, you mean I only have to carry these three stones? Yes, God said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I will never ask you to carry more than I will give you the strength to bear, which is Matthew 11, verse 30. We are tired. We're tired because we're carrying the load that we were never meant to carry. I'm tired from carrying loads that I wasn't meant to carry. I've loaded up my wagon with rocks that are weighing me down and keeping me from getting to the top. You know, I'm struggling, going nowhere with purpose. And I would assume that many of you listening are probably feeling the same way at times. When we're tired and worn out, it not only affects us, it affects those around us. You know, I see this with my family. I see when I'm making decisions because I'm tired and I just don't care. That's not good. You know, we, we make decisions from a place of depletion and, and not a place of sound judgment. We make choices that just get us on to the next thing rather than taking us where we're called to be. You know, a similar analogy is from another book that I read last year called Present Over Perfect. And the author talks about taking down chairs. You know, we've all set up these figurative chairs in our life of, you know, that represent our commitments, our tasks, our to-dos, our obligations, the things that we've said yes to, and we're exhausted. It's time to take down chairs and it's time to look at the rocks in our wagon and see what we can let go of, see what we can take off. It's time to start living our lives out of intention and purpose rather than just existing and getting by, making decisions one by one, because I'm just in that moment. This is how I feel in that moment. How many of you are just existing right now? How many of you are just letting life happen to you? That was me. That's still me sometimes. You know, I used to have this mindset of, okay, I guess this is how it's supposed to go. I'm going to go about my business, la-di-da, everything is honky-dory, but not anymore. I spent the last two and a half years really trying to be so intentional about my life that I don't want to go back to where I was before. I don't want to just let things happen to me. I've had to take down so many chairs in my life lately. And even though I thought I wanted more chairs originally, you know, I wanted that. I wanted more responsibility. I wanted more recognition for all the things I was doing. Look at me. Look at all these things that I've got going on. I'm so busy wearing it like a badge of honor, but I wasn't fulfilled. I was never truly accomplished because I was setting up the wrong chairs. I was carrying the wrong load a load that wasn't mine to carry. You know, now that I've started to do that, I've taken down those chairs. I've gotten rid of those rocks. I've experienced peace in the stillness. I've learned to be present where my feet are and in the very moment I'm in. I've learned to practice gratitude and remind myself on a daily basis that I don't have to 
I get to. When my kids do something that drives me crazy, I get to remind myself there are parents out there who don't have their kids. There are parents out there who have lost their loved ones. There are parents that will never hold their child. I get to. I'm grateful for those things. I know that my life has purpose because I'm living and breathing and I'm not letting life happen. I'm creating the life I want to live. I don't want you to get me wrong and think that we're not supposed to help other people. You know, if you need me, I think those that are close to me and those that know me would know in a heartbeat, I'm here for you. If you're still with me, I don't want you to think that I'm sitting here telling you not to help a friend. I'm telling you to seek the wisdom to know the difference between what you're being called to do and what someone else is being called to do. What load you're meant to carry is not going to be the load they're meant to carry. There's some people in our lives that are going to require a lot more help than you alone can give them. There's going to be others that are trapped in these repeating emotional patterns that are self-inflicted. They don't actually want your help. They just want to talk about it. They don't really want to do anything about it. They just want to continue to have the same conversation over and over and over again and never really try to improve that situation because they don't know how to get out. Sometimes those are things that you can't fix. Yes, we are called to serve and we need to help other people. And there's going to be times when you're going to be on the receiving end of that, but it's not our job to fix it all the time. It's not our place to step in and do what others are unwilling to do for themselves. You know, we can be there. We can open our homes. We can open our hands. We can open our hearts. We can pray for them. We can advise them and guide them and love them. We can't work miracles. You know, that's for the main upstairs. It's not our job. I like control and I like order. I like things a certain way, but I'm learning that I have control over very little. My way is not always the right way. And my way is not the only way. I have to trust his way. COVID really allowed me, and I'm assuming probably a lot of you listening, to get rid of a lot of, of, a lot of those heavy rocks that we were carrying in our pockets. You know, let go of those commitments, let go of those things that don't really matter and focus on what did, which was what was right in front of my face, my family, my friends. And now one by one, as things have opened back up, I've slowly started to put those rocks back in my pocket. And one by one, I've added a rock here. I've added a rock there. I'm tired again. I'm exhausted. We've got to recognize when we're doing too much because we put too much on ourselves. Because we put up too many chairs. We've said yes to too many things. Lay it down. The chairs, the rocks, your troubles, lay it down. You don't have to carry it anymore. Your load is light and it will never be more than you can carry. Stop loading up your wagon with unnecessary weight that you were never meant to carry. You know, your purpose, this thing that you're called to do, it's going to require energy. It's going to require your focus. You've got to rest because when it's go time, you need to make sure that you're ready. And if you're worn out and you're depleted, your journey up that mountain, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be fun. It's going to be long and it's going to be painful. It's going to be hard. So before I wrap up, I want to, I want you to think about what are those things that you can let go of? And I know I've talked a lot about letting go on here, but I think it's good to keep reminding ourselves, you know, so that we are focused and intentional about what those priorities are. 
You know, what unnecessary commitments and obligations or burdens are you carrying that you need to say no to? What weight are you carrying of others that you're not meant to carry? What are those glass balls that you need to protect in order to ensure that they don't break? What are those most important things in your life? Think about that. No matter what you think or what you've heard, you do not have to do it all. I say it again. You don't have to do it all. You don't have to be it all. You don't have to have it all. You don't have to do it all. There's so much joy and fulfillment and freedom that comes with saying no and being simple. We've done this practice at work where you take a glass jar and you've got three things. You've got your big rocks, your little rocks and sand. And the big rocks represent your most important things in life. The little rocks represent things of medium importance and the sand is, are those things that are of least importance. And if we fill our jars, which represent our lives with the little rocks and sand first, there's no way those big rocks are getting in. But if we start to fill our jars with the most important things in our lives, we make room for the rest. Those priorities make it in that jar first. They make it in our life first. And then everything else comes next. We've got it backwards. We're filling our lives with things that don't matter. Empty out your jar. Let those things go so you can put those big rocks in first. Y'all know I love my list, but I would encourage you today, if you've got time or this week, write down your big rocks, your medium rocks, and your sand. Fill your jar with more of what's important and less of what's not. You know, let's change this norm that's been labeled for ourselves and for our next generation. You know, I want my kids to be peaceful and still and intentional. You want to get back to simple in a world where we're less rushed, less hurried, and more present. Got to let go of busy. Let's become less tired and more intentional. We can make time for the things that really matter. Our time and energy and effort is so important. So how are you spending your days? And I do so appreciate you taking time out of your day right now to spend it with me. And I hope that these words give you the opportunity to go back and reflect on yourself and plant those good seeds, not only in you, but in others. You know, I hope you found these words in ways that you can apply it and you're hearing it and you're able to to share that with someone else. It's going to create this impact and make your life better. So I do appreciate you being here. All right. Think about your rocks. Think about your wagon your glass balls, your rubber balls, and your jars. What weight are you carrying that you can let go of? All right. I hope you have an awesome week. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon.